0: Hey, what's up, y'all? It's the Hoop Life with Sean and Sean podcast. I'm your host Sean B. Taylor,
1: and I'm your host Sean C. Taylor coming to you live with another episode, episode five of season four, the comeback to the comeback season. <laughs> hey, you gotta break that
0: down, man. What you mean to come back to the comeback? So
1: y'all already know if y'all been keeping up with like just the whole season in general. Since episode one of this season, we've been calling it the comeback season because last season also, like, was just a disaster. <laughs> but we called it the comeback season because we, we were, like, promising to be more consistent and whatever. Right. We got out, like, four episodes. We were looking good and we thought that, hey, we're going to be all right. And then we go out for, like, two months. Right. <laughs> okay. You know, it's just, it's just been wild all around. It's just... I, I really cannot believe it. I'm like, dang. Yeah. Like, we really kind of dropped the ball on that one again. Yeah. So...
0: Yeah, we fumbled the, the bag, the imaginary bag, right? Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, we've been busy, and really, we just got to be more consistent, like you said. Yeah. Um, And carve out time to do this. You know, I'm working full-time, running a business, you got school, like, but yeah. we just got
1: to do it. Yeah, otherwise, we're going to end up like the Chargers. Uh, oh, my goodness. Yeah, fumbled the bag.
0: Oh, my goodness. So... He's referring to the NFL playoffs last week where the Chargers were up by, like, what, 26, 27?
1: 27 27-0. Yeah. And then the Jaguars came back and beat them. All the way back. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Dude dude legit threw, like, four interceptions. You're talking about
0: from the Jags, right? Yeah. Trevor
1: Lawrence. And somehow still won. Imagine that. Yeah, imagine
0: that. But you got to play the whole 60 minutes in football, right? Yeah,
1: he really just saved his job. Yeah, Well, yeah.
0: And then he came back and he played solid. Yesterday, even though Kansas City knocked them out, but you yeah. always got to play from the first whistle to the last whistle. Mm-hmm. We always talk about that in football. Where in the NFL, sixty minutes; in the NBA, it's forty-eight minutes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, man. We the comeback to the comeback season. Can mm-hmm. can we real quick? Can we dedicate this episode to Mama Issa? Yeah. Mama Issa, Sean's grandmother, my wife's well, Sean's great grandmother. I'm sorry, and my mm-hmm. wife's grandmother uh, just recently passed. Uh, She was in her mid-80s. It's a beautiful, beautiful abuela. So we Mm -hmm. want to dedicate this episode to her and, you know, send big love to to the whole Ramos family out in Illinois, who we will see very soon because we were traveling back there. We were just there like a month, not even a month ago, like a few weeks ago. And we're going back, obviously, um, to pay our final respects. So shout out to to Mama Issa.
1: Yeah, at least it's good knowing that she's definitely happier now in heaven. Yeah. You know, so I know the last few months for her were not very, probably not very enjoyable, you know, very painful, but yeah, yeah, at least knowing that, you know, that's, you know, makes things a little bit easier, but anyways, let's, you know, get into the episode now. Okay. So, so what are we talking about today, Sean? So, you know, today there is just, there's really a lot to talk about in the NBA, but since we missed so much time, there's been crazy, <laughs> crazy performances. Yes. Over the last few months. Yes, uh, and you did a
0: great job with these notes. Oh, like you. your note taking has been getting increasingly better. These are, are, are top notch. Yeah, thank you. Thank You're welcome. You man.
1: Yeah. Speaking of stuff being top notch, uh, my my locks have been growing a lot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: That's why we gotta add the video element back, mm-hmm. right? Shout yeah. out to Aunt Monica for doing a great job with your locks, and Mr. Mm-hmm. Ruben for. Putting the, the line in there. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. A, it's a team effort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and mom for also making sure she's putting the oil on there and stuff.
1: Yeah, but anyways. Anyway. <laughs> we getting all off topic. Yeah, but Let's anyways. get back
0: to these performances.
1: So, yeah. So, today we're going to be doing top five performances. Uh, before we get into the top five, we got a couple of, or at least I've got a couple of just honorable mentions. I don't know if you got any, but I've got first one. Um it was kinda hard to keep this one off the list, but I thought it would be appropriate too. And uh kinda shows that I'm not really that all that biased. <laughs> right. Anthony Davis uh, against the Wizards, unfortunately uh, had to be the yeah, Wizards. That was bad. Uh had fifty five and seventeen. Yeah, that, that was bad. You know, that's obviously just a crazy performance. Yeah, he really really cooked us. Yeah, and he, he had to be going crazy and and then as soon as he You know, as soon as stuff starts going uphill for him, just all of a sudden gets gets in. Yeah, gets hurt again. But he's supposed to be coming back next week. So yeah,
0: that was a that was a crazy performance. Yeah. The next one, I think you're gonna say. Well, go ahead because there's one that you left that you didn't include. Now I'm like, I definitely thought you would put on.
1: Yeah. Uh. Well, the next one, and this is really my final one. So I don't know. I don't think you know which one I'm talking about, but Devin Booker. 58 points. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. That's just, I mean, that's pretty crazy. 58 points. I mean, I don't really know what else to say. It was a close game too. They yeah. beat the Pelicans by two points in that game, I believe. Right. And um, yeah, man. But we haven't seen too much of Devin Booker ever since then. That's what I was about
0: to say. After that same thing, like with AD, he got hurt mm-hmm. and he's been out ever since. I think he's got, what, the hamstring?
1: No, he's got the that's Bradley Beal. Uh, oh right. He's got like um, something with his foot. Uh, Devin Booker? No, no. Oh, oh, Devin Booker. Yeah, I think oh. Devin
0: Booker also pulled his hamstring. Oh, we were talking, oh, I about, talking about Anthony Davis. No, Anthony Davis has the stress fracture or stress yeah, something st- in the foot. Stress
1: fracture. I'm yeah. I'm honestly not too sure what's up with Devin Booker.
0: I thought we talked about how him and Bradley Beal, who are both like top tier wings. Hurt their hamstrings. I thought we talked
1: about that like a week or two ago. I maybe not. I, I, don't, I don't remember know. that. But okay. Uh yeah, I don't. I don't remember. But was there an honorable mention you had?
0: Yeah. No. Well, I'm gonna save mine. I'm gonna save my honorable mention. Let's get into these because. Oh, okay. I'm I'm actually like mind boggled that you didn't include this one. But let's get into the ones that you did put down on paper.
1: Okay. Well. Anyways, so for the first one that we got, we got if it's a zoo box, and I'm kind of going off like. For the most part, these are, like, in order from, like, w- when they happened.
0: Okay, gotcha. Uh,
1: for the most part, they're kind of around the same time, whatever. Uh, This one is Evitza Zubak's 30-30 and 30 game. So, Evitza Zubak, in this game, it happened on November 11th. Or, no, not on November 11th, I'm sorry. November 27th, last year, he had 31 points. 29 rebounds, 12 offensive rebounds, by the way. That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy. Three assists and three blocks on 14 for 17 from the field. Also crazy. Yeah, it's very crazy. He's the first player with 30 plus points and 25 plus rebounds on 80% shooting since Shaq's 31 points and 26 rebounds versus the Bucks on March 21st, 2004, over 18 years ago. That's crazy. The final score was 114 to 110 with the. With the Clippers winning over Indiana,
0: that that's tough. Indiana's been playing really well too.
1: Yeah, they have Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah, he's you know, tough, looking like All Star. You know, Wally Zerbe. Yeah,
0: <laughs> right. Wally Zerbe tried to take a shot at that man. Yeah, and Hallib- Halliburton is he's playing very very well.
1: Yeah, I'm not gonna get too much into that, but yeah.
0: Yeah, too much into Wally. We don't, we don't, we don't entertain hate a lot. Oh Wally, here, right? <laughs> right? Wally. Hey, let's keep it rolling. I mean, that's a that's a tough performance. Let's let's go to the next one because the next one is. Also crazy,
1: yeah. So for this one, you got Embiid nearly dropping a 60 point quadruple double. Insane! This this is the earliest performance that we have on here. It was on November 13th, 2022. He had Embiid, he had 59 points, 11 rebounds, eight assists, seven blocks, one steal, 19 for 28 from the field. 20 for 24 from the free throw line. He scored 26 of Philly's 27 points in the fourth quarter. Oh my and Philly ended up winning that game 105 to 98 versus Utah.
0: That That's – Embiid is who I picked as the preseason MVP. I don't think that he's going to win the MVP now. Mm-hmm. But that performance, I mean, he was just – he was unstoppable in that fourth quarter.
1: Yeah, and I definitely thought when that happened that there's no ways that any any player like tops that. Right. You know, but there's a there's been a lot of crazy performances. There
0: there have been. There have been. So okay, let's go into the next one because the first two were two big men, two centers, right? Mm-hmm. In a game that's dominated by by guards nowadays, right? Yeah. Um, so let's get into the next one because it is a guard and a kind of a
1: throwback performance. Speaking of guards, next three are guards, you got Captain Clay, he's back. Right. You got Clay Thompson with the game of the year really doing this. Oh. Fifty four points, eight rebounds, three assists, one block, twenty twenty-one for thirty-nine from the field. 10 for 21 from 3 point land. That's insane. And only two free throws. Man. That's Both. also insane. That's pretty crazy. That is. He had a barrage of clutch jumpers Yeah. versus the Hawks. Like if you go back and watch that game, it was on January 2nd uh-huh. of this year. That that game was just insane. Yeah. And he you can see him hitting tons of jumpers to keep the Warriors in it. Right. And they actually ended up winning in double OT. One forty three to one forty one versus Atlanta. Kev- Kevon Looney actually got the tip in right. to win that game at the buzzer. I remember that craziest game I've seen in a while. Yeah, was really wild.
0: Yeah, and then Steph also wasn't playing that game, right? Right. Yeah, I mean that that's tough. You you said that that's the game of the year, like overall. Yeah, and I could I could kind of see that. Mm-hmm. I'm not willing to say that's the performance of the year, even though mm-hmm. some of those shots were incredible. I
1: don't think it's a performance of the year, no. Okay. But,
0: but. So so these last two are pretty insane. Yeah. Like the first three were insane. These last two are very insane. These kind
1: of separate. Okay. All right. In a way. So let's get into it. So you got the MVP, in my opinion. The MVP. Oh, okay. You're talking about the, like, he's going to win the MVP? Yes. But the okay. MVP. Okay. Going for 60 and 20. <laughs> he did this a day, no, two days after Christmas, right. two days after they beat my Lakers. Right. Badly. It was so annoying. <laughs> Luca going off for 60 and 20, 60 points, 20 rebounds, 10 21 rebounds, I'm sorry, 10 assists, 2 steals, 1 block, 21 for 31 from the field. 16 22 from the free throw line. One of those free throws he actually intentionally missed. So like because they were down two. So that he can go ahead, get the rebound, or Dallas can get the rebound and put it back up and in. He ended up getting it, putting it back up and in off a of crazy putback. He he was at like the free throw line really and there was someone like right on him. Yeah. And he still he reached over them, yeah got it put it back up and then off the glass, he started going like crazy. He had like this celebration. Like he looked like a little kid. I don't he, know what he was did. wrong with him. He did. But yeah, he is the second player in NBA history to achieve a 60-point triple-double. James Harden, if y'all remember, did it. Right. I think back in like 2017 or 2018. Yeah,
0: I think it was 2018.
1: Yeah. And I think they were saying he was the first player in NBA history to have 60 and 20. I think you're right about that. So, yeah, that's that's something insane. Unless like Wilt Chamberlain may have done it. Oh, he's he pretty crazy. He numbers. might have done it. Right. I, I don't know. We we might have to go back and check on that. But the final score was 126-121. They won versus New York. Yeah, Yeah. In, in overtime.
0: Yeah, that was we were at your grandparents' house. We were in mm-hmm. Illinois watching this and you're right that was just an insane game in that putback that he had mm-hmm. i mean his touch and his his touch and his timing yeah and not just timing as far as like his footwork and and passing him, but like his ability to like seize the moment mm-hmm. he's special man that was that was a special special performance and yeah. a great game because new york played well yeah they did they played really really well but luka was just like not today
1: yeah and unfortunately you kind of missed that game um Excuse me, because I'm, I'm pretty sure Zara, my little sister, was kind of trying to show you how to like, play another little game. You're talking about the Dallas game? No, 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 she was trying to show you how to play this game. No, I'm like, saying I
0: missed the Dallas game.
1: Yeah, like you were there in the living room, right. but she was like trying to show you how to do something. Right, no, I get like, what you're saying. Time. No,
0: I was definitely watching, but oh. yeah, she was distracting me a little bit. That's the the joys of parenthood. Yeah. <laughs> right, especially because yeah. it was right after Christmas. So she had some news she was trying to show me but no mm-hmm. I watched I was there watching the game and watching that play and that's the the benefit of having like instant replay DVR all these things mm-hmm. you can watch it over and over again it's like almost impossible to miss something Yeah um but yeah that was that was crazy and after the game the one of the mm-hmm. analysts asked him you know how he felt and he said man I'm tired I need a beer Yeah I need a, <laughs> a post game beer to which I I kindly DM'd him um, and offered him yeah. some Black Viking, a.k.a. the world's most drinkable beer. Shameless plug. But, uh, yeah, that was a crazy yeah. game. Did he get a response? No, he, di- he didn't respond. So uh, maybe one day. But we got some exciting stuff coming with Black Viking mm-hmm. in April that we're re- really, really excited about. But this is the Hoop Life podcast. So let's get into this last performance or the last of the top five.
1: Okay. All right. So we got, listen, if you haven't heard of this performance and you're like in the basketball world. You must have just been living under a rock, like when when the new year began, because this performance is just like wow, just blew up as yeah. soon as it happened. Spider goes for seventy points. Donovan Mitchell. Donovan. Read, Mitchell. read the stat
0: line because this this is elite. The like the elite of the elite.
1: Yeah. So here we go. Seventy one points, eight rebounds, eleven assists, one block. 22 for 34 from the field, seven for 15 from the three-point line, and 20 for 25 from the free throw line. Did the same thing that Luca did. Right. Had to miss one of them free throws to go, uh, to go put it back up and in, or one of the Cavs players get it. He somehow, some way, luckily got it. Even though he's six foot one. Right. He went and got it and put it back up and in, and sent the game to overtime. And you know, ended up beating the Bulls, really beating the brakes off the Bulls in overtime, <laughs> right? One forty five to one thirty four, and getting the win. He and when he was going for when he was going to the free throw line for his final two points, he was just smiling the whole time because he's like, I know I'm about to get this right, year. right? Yeah, and he did. He got it. Seventy one points, first player to get seventy points since Devin Booker in twenty seventeen. Yeah. So, yeah, and and I gotta say, that that really is. A way better seventy point game in my opinion, because I don't remember how many point uh assists Devin Booker had, mm-hmm. but I can't imagine it imagine it being a lot, because I mean he was really like shooting a lot to where Donovan Mitchell Donovan Mitchell's points they seem to like just come with more more within like the flow of the offense.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, and the thing is that I love about that performance and all five of these performances, they won. Yeah, in Devin Booker's game they lost. They got smacked. Yeah, right. I forget who beat them, but Boston. Boston, right? And it's like, uh, you know, I'm not trying to ever knock someone seventy, but it's like you got blown out. Yeah. And this one, it's like they won the game, and he yeah. made so many timely plays. Yeah, I they, told you. I'm sorry. Go
1: ahead. They they didn't get really like blown out too bad. It was final score was like one twenty one thirty. I think to that game.
0: But I think it was like it wasn't as close as that final score indicated Yeah, that like the
1: game was pretty much over.
0: Because mm-hmm. I think at one point Boston was up by like 20, 30 points. Yeah. And I could be wrong. We had to double check that. But they lost the game. And that's not to take anything away from Devin Booker, like I said. Mm-hmm. But 70 and a, a W is better than 70 and a L, mm-hmm. Right? Um, but I've been saying about Donovan Mitchell for a while. He is a devastating offensive player. Yeah. Like he's one of the best I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And people give folks like Kyrie um a lot of credit, uh or like Luca a lot of credit, rightfully mm-hmm. so, but I'm like Donovan Mitchell is really, really tough. Yeah. Defensively, I like to see him be a little bit more locked in. He's gotta get over that playoff hump mm-hmm. and lead his team to, to some playoff victories as far as like series, not just like uh, you know, individual games. But yeah, that's I mean, that was explosive. Seventy one and eleven and mm-hmm. eight. It don't even look like I'm reading... Like, it looks like I'm reading something from NBA 2K.
1: Yeah, let him have gotten two more rebounds. That game...
0: Come on, man. If
1: he would have gotten two more rebounds, I promise you, people would have been going nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I was, I was like, sitting there just watching a little play-by-play on ESPN. Right. I was like, please let this man get two rebounds, because he's <laughs> going to get 70. Right. Like, he's, he's about to really actually do it. Yeah. But, like, please let him do it. And it's, like, it's crazy, because... If you was watching just a play-by-play, it was crazy because it was like, Donovan Mitchell makes it three. Donovan Mitchell hits 30-foot three or something right, like that. Right. I'm just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> right. You go to the highlights, it's like people right up in his face. Yeah. And it's like, you know, you go check the minutes played. He played like 49 minutes. I'm like, yeah. players don't play that much time That's, that's, no
0: so, that's a That's a good point. Yeah, yeah I mean, so... Which one of these do you think is the best performance?
1: It it has to be between the sixty point triple double and the seventy point uh double double.
0: Yeah. So which one do you think if you had to pick one?
1: Hmm. I mean, I'm really looking at the Donovan Mitchell uh 70 point game.
0: Okay. And it's funny because I'm looking at the Luca game. Hmm. Sixty point triple double that I mean, it's 60 and 21 rebounds. My God. <laughs> right? So, I mean, I know Donovan Mitchell had 11 more points and one more assist. But Luka had yeah. 13 more rebounds. Right?
1: Yeah. Like... He also had two... He somehow had two steals. Luka's... Right. Listen... With all due respect, Luca is one of the worst defenders I've ever seen. You're <laughs> right? he, like he's actually probably worse than Harden.
0: Oh wow, I don't know about that. <laughs> like,
1: like seriously?
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not willing to go that far. Um yeah, but that, that, may, that may be pushing. Yeah, that's pushing a little bit. But that performance, in all of these performances, incredible, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just kind of like a, a theme of the season. Yeah. So far, we've seen a lot of incredible. Performances. Mm-hmm. Now, part of that I think is just great shot making, right? Yeah. These guys are taking and making some very, very difficult shots. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also the nature of how basketball is played now where things are a lot more spread out mm-hmm. and it's a lot more high usage. So you get a guy like Donovan Mitchell or Luka Doncic or James Harden, guys who are very skilled offensively and are a little bit bigger, mm-hmm. even though Donovan Mitchell is not. That tall, but he's like a bigger six one as mm-hmm. far as like broad shoulders and all that. Yeah. Um, and then it's hard to guard these guys because it's so the floor is so open, right?
1: Yeah, and the refs.
0: Yeah, and that's what I was about to say. And then the the officiating, mm-hmm. the officiating is just you know it's so skewed to the offensive player, mm-hmm. right? And I you know I hate when people have the, the the debate where it's like you know is this era soft and all this? It's like it's not that they're soft, but the mm-hmm. officiating is just different right mm-hmm. it's not as physical of a game it's still very physical but not as physical as before
1: you yeah. know so
0: you have a lot more freedom of movement as an offensive player you know if you go to attack the rim you're not going to get your head knocked off back like back in the 90s or early 2000s even you yeah. know like a lot of those guys you go to the rim whether it's LeBron Kobe Iverson they're getting hit very very hard mm-hmm. and you just don't see that anymore cuz now it's going to be a
1: flagrant 1 or even a flagrant 2 yeah, that's why I had to put Klay Thompson's game on this list, because I'm like, you know, he only did it with two free throws. Yeah, that's impressive. You know, so I'm—and and plus, he probably didn't—he probably took, like, no more than 30 dribbles. Right, <laughs> Like. right. He's known for that. You know, that's in Klay Thompson fashion. Right. So I really got to say, I mean, you talk about the officiating playing, uh, playing into this— and then you look at Clay Thompson's games like two free throws? I mean, you really don't see fifty point games with unless with less than like five free throws anymore. Yeah, so. I
0: mean, and to, to that point, when we look at the the stats that you typed out, all of these other guys that drop fifty plus have at least twenty free throw
1: attempts. Yeah. Except right? except I'm not sure if I got Zoobox. Well, no,
0: he didn't have 50 points. He had 31 points.
1: Well, yeah, right? yeah, I guess. So, you know, you said
0: most times if you have a 50-point game, you got a lot of free throws, mm-hmm. and you're you're absolutely right about that because it looks like Zubox, he was 14 for 17 from the field and had 31 points, so he only made three free throws because mm-hmm. you know he didn't shoot any threes. But then Embiid, 20 for 24 from the free throw line. Luca 16 for 22 from the free throw line. mm mm-hmm. Spider, 20 for 25 from the free throw line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're right, Clay. Only two for two. That's crazy. So let let me ask you this though: you got someone like Clay, who is shooting all jump shots for the most part, right? Mm-hmm. And then you get someone like Embiid, who he was hitting jump shots, but he also was scoring mostly, you know, ten feet and in. Mm-hmm. Which one of those is more
1: impressive? I'm not sure because Embiid, I would have put it on here if he had hit uh, any threes. Yeah, I don't think he. Oh, that's tough. So Wait, hold on, but I didn't I didn't put how many threes Luca got. So. What's,
0: but hold on, we can do it right here, Sean, because if he's 19 for 28 from the field, that's 38 points, right? Mm-hmm. And then you add 20 free throws. That's uh 38 plus 20 is 58. So we're missing one point, so one of those field goals was a three, so he only hit one three. That's impressive.
1: Yeah, and then hold on. Let's. Clay hit 10. Here, wait, hold on. I want to go see Luca real quick. Hold on. See, because he was. What was he from the you field? Know, 21. Right? So that's 42 points. 42 points. And then you
0: add 16. 16.
1: That's
0: 58.
1: 58. So uh, he had two threes.
0: Two threes. <laughs> that's tough. That's tough. But he also does a lot more dribbling. Yeah. Whereas Embiid dribbles some, but not nearly as much as Luke. It's not the same amount of usage, yeah, right?
1: He's also one of the most isolated like centers I've I've really seen. That's in, a good point. In a minute, yeah, yeah. they run a
0: lot of iso That's a good point.
1: Yeah. Oh, and and Jok- Jokic, uh, that that makes me think of him. He had he also had a game. I got to put an honorable mention. He had like forty points, twenty seven rebounds, and ten assists.
0: I didn't know about that game.
1: Yeah. yeah, that that
0: game's definitely got to be on here. So yeah, that that's more impressive than Zubas.
1: Yeah, I got it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I think I had made like this list like a while ago. Oh so, man! Yeah, and then and then just like I think I made like the first half of this list a while ago. Uh-huh. Oh, you did that's with right. with like Zubas and then Embiid, and then all this other stuff just happened. Like, and it was just crazy.
0: Right. So, hmm. Yeah, okay, yeah. so, So yeah, I would definitely put that over Zubas. No no disrespect to Zubas. Mm-hmm. For 41-27-10?
1: It was 40-27-10.
0: Good gracious. All right, and, hey, look, Jokic is looking like he may, he's going to definitely contend for the MVP again. Yeah. And Denver's in first place in the West. Yeah, please he got don't a, give it to him. He has a strong case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that dude. He's playing great, and Jamal Murray's coming on, and I mm-hmm. mean they're just they look really, really good this year. Right. So okay, you said out of these five, and we're throwing six with, with uh Jokic. Mm-hmm. You said you're going with Spider. His seventy.
1: I think I I think I've got to go even with the Jokic game in there.
0: Okay, and I'm gonna go with Luca. Mm-hmm. So, you're Donovan. I'm Luca. Tough. and it's funny because I actually like Donovan Mitchell more mm-hmm. as a player, but that that sixty twenty one and ten, and just watching like that whole game, I'm like, that that was oof, mm-hmm. yeah, that was tough. Yeah. So my honorable mention game though is
1: and I can't remember the exact stats. I th- I think I know what game.
0: What what game am I gonna say that I can't believe you didn't put on here? Ah,
1: uh, it w- it was in last year, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was a bronze game, wasn't it? The 47 Bruh, I points. Can't, which one? 47 points. That that was the one on his birthday?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I cannot believe you didn't like, I legitimately was perplexed when I saw this paper. I'm like, that's your man. Yeah. And to be turning 38 years old and to drop 47 points and they won, didn't they? Yeah. Hey, look, I need you to explain yourself, bro. <laughs> explain I, how did you not put that performance on there?
1: Listen, I thought that these performances were just, like, they had to be on there. Because it's, like, the 31 point, even, like, the 31 points, 29 rebounds, I'm like, man, like, that's...
0: That's wow. impressive.
1: Like, that's, like, that's we haven't a, seen that for 18 years. Yeah, like, but... that that is really a crazy stat line. I don't know if a zoo box is... Zoo box is maybe 7 foot...
0: Oh, he's definitely seven foot. He's a big boy.
1: Yeah. I yeah.
0: He. I mean, but LeBron on his birthday
1: mm-hmm.
0: and to be 38 years old, I saw recently JJ Reddick. I think he was actually on, what's um, Quinn Richardson, the Knuckleheads podcast. Mm-hmm. I think he was talking about this on, like, because you know JJ Reddick has his own podcast, but Man. I'm pretty sure I saw him talking about this on the Knuckleheads podcast. Anyways, he was saying how there's no precedent for what LeBron is doing, mm-hmm. right? We keep saying, when is the dude going to fall off or show signs of decline? Mm-hmm. He clearly is not the same athlete as he was in Miami, mm-hmm. right? Or when he first, uh, you know, just the first 10 years of his career, mm-hmm. right? But it's like, good God, man. <laughs> this guy is still super explosive, yeah, super strong, and just like, if he gets out on the break like it mm-hmm. fills the lane. He's still a devastating finisher. Yeah. Like he you're just not getting in front of that. You right. know what I'm saying? Like and if you are, like I hope your insurance is all the way together mm-hmm. because this dude is it, just it's insane. So to see him drop 47 on his 38th birthday. Yeah. I mean even when when Jordan put up like 50 when he was like 40 years old with the Wizards, it mm-hmm. was like a a, a surgical 50.
1: Mm-hmm. You know what
0: I'm saying? Like, he's just, like, hitting you with so many different moves out of the post to mid-range and stuff. LeBron, I mean, he's still just coming at people full speed. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this dude, I know he spends, like, a million dollars a year on his body, but good gracious.
1: Yeah, maybe I should have put it on here. <laughs> and maybe I'm just, like, not thinking. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. But...
0: Well, I, I thought you were going to do, because that's the good thing about us having our own podcast. We can control the narrative so to speak right mm-hmm. so you you did a top 5 you could have easily done a top 7
1: performances right yeah something like that or even like we we could have time for like a top 10 for oh, sure oh
0: for sure because there've been so many great performances
1: yeah but um yeah maybe next time we'll <laughs> we'll try doing something like that maybe at the end of the season we'll do like a overall top 10 yeah
0: that's a good idea yeah be good to to write an article about this too yeah or like to get some fan feedback to see uh, some hoop life family Feedback and let them vote on what they think is the best. Right. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. All right. We both said, okay, Jinx. So you said Spider, I said Luca slash LeBron (laughs) performances. Mm -hmm. But all these are incredible, man. This is highly entertaining. Mm -hmm. What do you think or what do you say to the people that are like, you know, I wish there was more defense being played. I wish there were more travels being called because that's been something you and I have talked about a lot. There's a lot of traveling going on that's just blatant travels that aren't being called. And the NBA, to their credit, a couple of weeks ago said they were going to crack down on it because I guess they are getting a lot of complaints or whatever. Mm-hmm. But what do you say to folks that are like, you know, I love the entertainment, but I also want to see a little bit more defense?
1: Well, I think if the NBA called more travels at this point, it would just be like a game where every time you hear the brrr, like whatever it is, like my voice kind of just cracked right there. <laughs> but like... I. I really it's just they they have done a better job of calling it travels and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I guess props to them. They still could call more, obviously. But with the mix of that, the combination of that and the fouls that they call, mm-hmm. I don't I don't really know how it, like like I don't really know how we'd get through a game. It it would take like 5 hours. Yeah.
0: So, so I mean, <laughs> so you think So, hold on. Do you think they should be calling more travels or less travels or just stay where they're at? Less
1: fouls, maybe. Mm, If they're going to call more travels, which they probably should be. Right. Because
0: there's some that are just very blatant, right?
1: Yeah, then you got to call less fouls. Okay, got you. That has to be the case.
0: Do you think that would be better for the game of basketball or
1: worse? I'm not sure. That's the thing. Like, really, it's also you got to. Take into account, like, TV as well. What do you mean? Like, people want to watch that.
0: Oh, they want they want that entertainment. Yeah. They want to be entertained by all the highlights and high
1: scores Yeah, because at the end of the day, it's a business. True. Yeah. So, and, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I, I'm, you know, I'm obviously much older than you are. Mm-hmm. I would like to see, like, it, it, I don't want to see it so skewed towards the offense, yeah, me too. I do enjoy good defense. I enjoy right. all aspects of the game, right? Mm-hmm. So some of these fouls that I see, I'm like, good God, man. Like, mm-hmm. you got to let them play. You know, you can't just, like, there's so much flopping going on and all this. There was a game, I think, last night or two nights ago where the Warriors were playing. I forget who they were playing, but Jordan Poole was, like, getting into it with someone. Mm-hmm. And they were going to inbound the ball to him. And he, like, just pushed the defender off. And they called an offensive foul, mm-hmm. and the defender like fell back like ten steps, mm-hmm. grabbed his throat. You know, like he mm-hmm. had really been elbowed so hard. Mm-hmm. And after the whistle blew, the dude just like turned around <laughs> like nothing happened. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't want to see people rewarded for stuff like that. That that's not good basketball to me.
1: Yeah, you see, get fined for stuff like that. Yeah, even like when it was like kind of unintentional.
0: Yeah, I mean. Like, I I just, I don't want to see that. Mm -hmm. So I like the high skill. I like the the high scoring. But I do think that they can rein it in a little bit, you know, give some, some, give the defenders some kind of chance. Because right now it's like, it's almost impossible.
1: Yeah, because it's just, it's a contact sport. It's like, you know, you want to see more people like just like worn out there kind of eat like, with like football. Yeah. Like like people love seeing that type of stuff. Right. So you can't take away from it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I think the NBA players are so skilled. You'll Mm -hmm. still get buckets, Mm -hmm. right? Maybe the score just won't be 150 to 140. Maybe Mm -hmm. it's 120 to 115, you know?
1: Yeah. That's why I always say, like, you know, now I'm thinking about it, it's like I'll take Michael Jordan's 69, 18 rebound point game over. Luka's sixty point twenty rebound game or Donovan Mitchell's seventy point game, Right. any day because it's just like you gotta think all the defenses being played, yeah, and all the stuff that the defenders being allowed to do, right. I'm like, man, I can't even imagine what Michael Jordan do now, right. You know, it's yeah. just it's really crazy.
0: Yeah, and I mean. I've I've said the same thing about if you put Jordan in today's league, he would just murder people. Mm-hmm. But it, the same thing could be said about a prime Kobe or a prime LeBron. You know, because those guys, even in the, like, people think that 80s basketball was just so physical, which it was, right? Yeah. But 90s basketball and early 2000s basketball was also very physical. Yeah. So I'm like, LeBron, them Detroit and Boston teams that he was having to go through, mm-hmm. they were physical with him. They were fouling him hard. Yeah. You know, Kobe, same thing. Like, he was getting fouled hard, whether playing against the, the, the Trailblazers or the KG Celtics. Like, it was no easy buckets out there. Right. So I'm like, if you took those guys who are highly skilled and very athletic and put them in today's league where the floor is so spread, mm-hmm. and they don't have to worry about getting hammered when they go to the rim, I mean, I think that's part of LeBron's longevity too, right? And a lot of players' longevity.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, you're the game is not as physical. You're not getting crushed when you go to the basket and that's not to take anything away from LeBron
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but it's like your body's not enduring as much wear and tear and when you add in the load management piece it's like you know guys can play a little bit longer and that's in basketball and football
1: yeah I will say with LeBron though I don't think dudes would really be hitting them like much more you don't think so like 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 they would to a certain extent but I mean like I mean like are you really gonna like, like, really gonna try and go up by to buy with LeBron? Well, no, I mean,
0: right. and, and that's the thing though. Back then, they weren't going up with you, mm-hmm. right? Like, sometimes they would, mm-hmm. but they're gonna hit you before you got off the ground.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, when you look at like the bad boy Pistons, they were yeah. hitting Jordan a lot, or Pippen a lot of time before they took off. Yeah. Right? And it's like coming from the side where you can't really defend yourself. Even the the newer school Pistons with LeBron, like Ben Wallace and those guys, yeah, they're hitting LeBron like way harder than you get hit now. Mm-hmm. That because no one wants to jump LeBron, right? Yeah, and no one wants to hit him straight up. You gonna yeah. hit have to hit him from the side because LeBron's a truck. Mm-hmm. So I mean, again, not taking nothing away from anybody. I just would like to see a little bit more defense. The 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 traveling tighten up a little bit. You know, and Mm -hmm. we can still enjoy the game. It's still going to be entertaining.
1: Right. Yeah. I see where you're coming from.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know somebody's going to say, I'm the boomer, though. Someone (laughs) (laughs) listening to this. But, hey, listen. These guys are highly skilled Mm -hmm. professionals. Salute to them, dropping 30 points, 50 points, 70 points. Mm -hmm. That's all impressive.
1: Yeah, and I would real real quick like to say that Donovan Mitchell's 70-point game actually puts him into the top 10 for like, highest-scoring games of all time, like, yeah. an individual game.
0: Yeah, I mean, 70 points is insane. Yeah. You know one thing that I appreciated about what you did with the notes 2? Hmm. You said that his 71 points, it was the first 70-point game by a player since Devin Booker in 2017, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: When he first scored, or Donovan Mitchell first scored that 71 points, a lot of the headlines said, this is the most points since Kobe scored 80, right? Yeah. And I'm like excuse me <laughs> hey look you know we live on the hoop life, no editing right so forgive mm-hmm. that sneeze I- I'm battling this cold right now but a lot of the headlines just completely gloss- glossed over skipped over Don- uh, uh, Devin Booker Yeah. cause they're like oh it's the most points since Kobe it's like oh but you gotta throw Devin Booker's 70 point game in there yeah. even though I was talking about earlier like you know he took the loss or whatever mm-hmm. That 70 points is still a lot of points to score
1: yeah, and I'm, like, 81, I'm, like, you can't, like, if he scored, like, 80, okay, right. or if he, if he maybe, like, yeah, yeah, really, if he scored, like, 80, because it's, like, you know, it really comes down to, like, maybe, maybe if he surpasses him at least, or no, he well, he did surpass him in points, but, like, if he... Gets really kind of closer to Kobe mm-hmm. than Devin Booker because he's one point. Right, exactly. Away. Like there's literally a a shot difference. Like if he make if he right. makes one less shot, right, then he got sixty nine points now. Right, and that's less than Devin Booker. Right, that's not seventy points. Right, not people not hearing about it as much.
0: That that's what I'm saying. That's just
1: how. That's just really how it works.
0: Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You gotta. At least throw Devin Booker in there. Yeah, like right. That's the the way that wording works. Yeah, just like you could easily because when I heard that, I was like, most points since Kobe. I said, but what about Devin Booker? Mm-hmm. I know you have one more point than Devin Booker, but you got to get that man his credit mm-hmm. for scoring seventy is a lot of points. Yeah. The most points I ever scored in the game, I think, is like forty five. Playing, that's a lot of pull-up, you said.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you you so I said, oh, right? Yeah. And I was hot that night, right? Yeah. 45, the most points I've ever seen scored in person is, like, 62. at this yeah. men's league down in D.C., oh, I forget my man's name. We're going to have to ask. Is it Mike Miller? No, I saw Mike Miller score 40 in high school Uh-oh. one time, though, when we were playing in this Invitational and I was with St. John's at Prospect Hall. Mm-hmm. That was the smoothest 40 I ever seen.
1: Yeah. He
0: had like forty and like fifteen. Mm. It was it was just like, ooh. Who was mm. that? I would never mm. heard of him. But when I saw him, I'm like, oh, he's a pro. And yeah. clearly he turned out to be like a fifteen year pro. Yeah. Um, but no, that this one dude, I forget his name, but he was like six feet tall. Yeah. And we're playing in this very competitive men's league. This is back when I was like twenty two, twenty-three, mm-hmm. still in grey shape. And dude, he told us before the game too, me and Uncle Koki, I'm about to go off. And he went oh, off man. and had like 62. And it was like, they only won by like four points. Zoe was his name. I forget his last name. This dude named Zoe, six feet tall. It wasn't like super athletic, like mm. good athlete, but nothing crazy. He just, his level of shot making mm. and like, yeah, he just went crazy. And I remember watching it like, this is like a video game. Yeah. So for someone to score 70, I'm like I can't even imagine what that looks like in, in real
1: time, you know. Right. Yeah, that's insane. Ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, man. So Yeah. Well, you went to see Curry the other day, so I, I did and he had 41. And that was
0: against the Wizards. Yeah, why you bring that up, man?
1: Uh, Well, well, look, no, 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 no. You can't come at me because I ain't even get to go with you. That's true. It was Kai and I. We only had two tickets. I'm sorry, man.
0: Yeah. But uh, that was a great performance and a great experience. And Kai almost got to meet Steph Curry, but he got a little nervous at the last minute. He got nervous.
1: Yeah. And that's why he didn't get to meet
0: him. You didn't see the video? We got to show Sean the video. We got we need to post on the Hoop Life IG page. <laughs> he started laughing. He was like three feet from Steph Curry. And I was like, God, say what's up to him. And he just froze. And then Steph Curry was like, all right, then, and rolled <laughs> out. So, but shout out to Steph Curry and E-40, mm-hmm. the, the icon rapper, because... They both stayed for like twenty, thirty minutes after the game, mm-hmm. and just took pictures with people, signed autographs, dat people up, yeah. just like like so humble. I got to talk to E forty for a few minutes. He was super cool, super humble, and mm-hmm. I just I love seeing stuff like that because you know. These guys are superstars. They don't have to do stuff like that. Yeah, they don't. And, you know, they're making kids' days, grown-ups' days. Mm-hmm. You know, just people are walking away cheesing so hard. Yeah. And uh, I, I just, I really respect the Steph for that. I hated him dropping the 40. And, like, since we were sitting so close to the four, I was like, hey, Steph, stop shooting so much. And he kind of laughed, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then proceeded to keep shooting and sprayed us off the gym. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was cool. That was a cool, cool time. So, mm-hmm. let's... um. Let's get into these bank robbers and bank tellers, though. Okay. All right. I I I'm going between two things still, so can I defer to you first?
1: Okay. All right. All right. Well, I've got us as the bank robbers. Listen. <laughs> Hold on. Who is, us? Who is us? Us two, right here. The Who black was speaking. Yeah. Cause listen, we promised to come back and have a better season, and so far it's looking kind of the same for the most part. For for the most part, really. We, we're we doing a little bit better, but it's, it's whatever. No one's thinking about that. Really? Y'all are not thinking about that. That's true. So, listen, we got to just do better, and we just got to get to work. You know what I'm saying? That's all I can really say. I can't really say we're going to make a promise to do something or whatever. We just got to really do it for the most part and see where we can go from there. And... And really, I I can't I can't really promise anything next week either. Like we're we're going to be very busy next week. We're traveling. We're, yeah, we're way. traveling. I don't really, to be honest, I I, I think it would be, it would be kind of like, weird if we did get out an episode. I don't I don't I really don't think we're going to be able to get out one. Uh, but if if we can, obviously we will. Yeah. But I just want want to let it be known now. Yeah, Before.
0: and I think I think we'll be able to get one out next weekend. It'll be tough. Yeah. We yeah. just have to do it. Yeah. Like you said, man. And I'm really proud of you for not making excuses and just being like, we just got to do it. Mm-hmm. I love that. All right. Yeah, next day. <laughs> so, Sean has us down for the bank robbers. Like, he's giving it to us, the hoop like with Sean and Sean, which I find really funny. Mm-hmm. I was going to give bank robbers to the NBA officials mm-hmm. because some of these technical foul calls and foul calls and blatant travels right in front of the refs have just been irking my soul. Mm-hmm. But I got to give Bank Teller to LeBron Raymond James Sr. Yeah. Because I had to give him the full government because to be doing what he's doing right now mm-hmm. is just, it's like JJ Reddick said, it's unprecedented. Right. And I know for Certain people say, well, what about Jordan with the Wizards? He averaged twenty and you know it was a tough league and all that. True, but he didn't look like this. Yeah. You know, he wasn't moving like this. And Jordan with the Wizards, some people are like, oh, he was terrible. He wasn't terrible. He was good. Mm -hmm. He moved he moved a lot better than probably a lot of people remember. Like if you actually go back and watch the games, you know, he was averaging twenty, five and five, and he just wasn't air Jordan like he was previously. But he moved pretty well, in my opinion, right? Yeah. But he didn't move like this. Like I've seen LeBron, he had a chase down block the other night in the Memphis game. Yeah. Oh my God, who shot did He Des- smack?
1: Desmond Bain. That
0: Des- oh my, <laughs> that he smacked Desmond <laughs> Bain shot like a little kid. Yeah. I was like, what is happening right now? Yeah. Like, this dude's almost forty years old. Mm-hmm. And again, I know there's low management. I know there's you know, not it's not as physical. Oh, sure. But he's still playing up and down the court, 94 feet. Yeah. He's still traveling. He's still doing all of these things. And this is just, I, I got to give, like, he's about to pass Kareem for the all-time scoring record.
1: Less than 300 points away. Yeah,
0: like, this this is remarkable. And I think it was Uncle Quillen that first said this. And this was years ago that he said it, and many people have said it since.
1: Mm-hmm. But he
0: said, LeBron James is the one guy that I can remember that was so hyped up. He's arguably the most hyped up player of all time, right? Mm-hmm. And was actually better than the hype. Yeah. Right? Like, Uncle Quillen said this probably 10 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, dang, he's right. Yeah. Because this guy was, was heralded as the king, right? Mm-hmm. He's the next big thing. He could be the best player of all time and all that. And he was better than the hype. Like, this is just... So to, to be that consistent, to be that dominant, to be that great, um, and to be that focused, mm-hmm. LeBron, hey, man, I salute you, bro. We clap it up. Like, I've been critical of you on certain things or whatever. Bro, all that can go out the window. You you you. We hail you, man. You, you the king. You mm-hmm. one of the greatest of all time. I'm not going to say you the GOAT. I'm not going to say anybody's the GOAT right now. I'm going <laughs> to just say mm-hmm. he's one of the best that I've ever seen do it. He's the king. He's the king. He's yeah. he's King James. So we salute you, LeBron, Ramon, James, Sr. Mm-hmm. Like,
1: that's that's yeah. it. You, hey, you might as well just drop his address. <laughs> I don't have his address.
0: <laughs> hey, yeah. look. But LeBron, we love to have you on the Hoop Life. My son is mm-hmm. your biggest fan. And yeah, uh, yeah. we got to see you play when he was with Cleveland. Yeah, last yeah. year. Ray, yeah, like, no.
1: last year in Cleveland. Oh, his
0: last year in Cleveland, right. And we got to to see him. Um, he didn't play that game it was a preseason game but he was warming he was working out with Phil Handy mm-hmm. Dwayne Wade and Iman Schumper
1: and I remember you were just like what am I looking at right now yeah that was the craziest thing yeah yeah if I if I got the opportunity to meet an NBA player I know I wouldn't fold you know like <laughs> oh my cause god cause Kai cause like Kai no no, like, I, like, no no shots or anything I'm just saying like I really like I'm just hearing this story and I'm like really like confused like Kai really just like
0: really hey look so well one he was nervous yeah I understand that two Steph was chilling and then all of a sudden was like alright I gotta go and then just dipped. so Mm -hmm. I didn't think he was I don't think Kai thought he was gonna dip that quickly Mm -hmm. but three when we listen y'all when we went to go see LeBron versus the Wizards right Mm -hmm. Sean did not know how close the seats were shout out to Uncle Kogi for these tickets right Mm-hmm. The seats were on the floor, right? Yeah. And so we kept walking down the steps walking and Sean was like, Where are we going? Where are we going? I'm like, we're going to our seats, like, where are we going? We finally get to our seats and we're like five feet away from LeBron. He's right in front of us. Yeah. And I look over and my son was stuck. So don't let him fool you. Because Sean had brought a sign, and Sean was sitting there with his mouth wide open, like, oh my God, I cannot believe LeBron James is right there. And I was like, Sean, you good and Sean for the first couple of minutes would not say anything he was just so in awe understandably so <laughs> of LeBron James so don't let him don't let him take shots at Kai because he also was stuck again understandably so because I mean these these guys are icons man mm-hmm. they're icons and LeBron is huge like I've seen LeBron in person before and it's like he gets bigger every time. Like his his back. Where are you seeing him? At a game. I've been to a game when they when he was with Cleveland the first time, and we went to a Wizards game. Ah. Me and all your uncles. Okay. So yeah, and we had we got to go early and see ah. him. He was warming up. As a matter of fact, it was when Shaq was there, oh. and I was like, "Good God, Shaq is huge." Oh. <laughs> yeah. But LeBron to see a guy that big that can move like that is mm-hmm. it's just it, it's unbelievable. Yeah. 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 Okay. So let's get into, um, I didn't even do the thing, the the bank robbers. I didn't even do that. So oh, yeah. You're getting rusty, right? So, yeah. all right, look, now we're getting into, yeah or, no. Nah. <laughs> all right, so you came up with these. You want to ask the questions?
1: Okay, I'll ask the questions. So, okay. first one, should any player in the league get paid over $50 million in the NBA? Yeah, like way, yeah.
0: Because, and who makes the most now? Is it like Lillard or?
1: Uh, I got to think it's Jokic. Maybe Jokic. is his, his, his uh, what is it? It's like his extension or uh-huh. something. Like if they were to pick it up, his player option is like $60 million. Yeah.
0: And I, I think that NBA players should get paid as much as they are worth. Mm-hmm. Right? And so that's the thing with the NBA having a salary cap. Right? It's like you can only pay a player so much. But like mm-hmm. these players generate so much money. Yeah. Right? They generate so much money. So you actually can never really pay because of the salary cap, you can never pay pay a player what they're actually worth.
1: Okay. So Jokic
0: is probably if he's getting paid 60, he's probably like worth like 100 something, yeah. right? And I'm all for people getting paid what they're worth. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I definitely think players should make over $50 million if that's what they're worth.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm, like, really kind of stuck on this one. And I don't mean to, like, disrespect any NBA players, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's not where I'm coming from. I'm just, like, when you look at someone like a Bradley Beal, to be honest.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Like, and right. I'm not,
1: like, n- no, no, no. Because this is where kind of, like, I drew my inspiration from this okay. question. It's, like, I'm kind of just, like, confused. Because the Wizards, you know, pay a lot yeah. for Bradley Beal. Hey, you know, half of a hundred million dollars—that right. is like, that is crazy right. amounts of money. And just you look at him, and he—he he just came back off injury, but it's like this season he's just all in and out of the roster right. and stuff like that. There's no consistency with this team, and it just kind of messes. It just messes things up. It messes. It messes the game up really. Yeah. For the Wizards, and it's unfortunate. It's you know, it it's really not anything they can do about it. So, I'm just, I, I'm kind of stuck on this one. I, I don't really know whether to go with yeah or nah right. on this one. Because it's like, you kind of raise a good point with them, how much money they gen- generate, stuff right. like that. So, I, I'm not sure. I'm, I I can't get into how much they generate because I'm not sure. Right. But...
0: No, yeah. I mean, and that makes makes good sense. It makes perfect sense. But like, the Wizards didn't have to pay Bradley Bill.
1: Yeah. They could have
0: let him walk, mm-hmm. right? And I, as much as I like Bradley Bill and I like what he does for the community, mm-hmm. right? And what he's done for the Wizards, I was on record as saying that I probably wouldn't have paid him that much money. Yeah. Right? Because we just, he has not led us to any meaningful wins like that. You know what I'm saying? Not in the postseason. Yeah. So I probably would have saved that money and spent it on other players Mm -hmm. that's what i would have done but the wizards chose to do that they didn't have to do that yeah but if the question is should they get 50 million sure if that someone's gonna pay pay me that and Mm -hmm. i'm generating that much value like i'm not gonna ever pay 60 dollars for a video game because i don't play video (laughs) (laughs) games right Mm -hmm. but you will because you like video games right
1: yeah so and i hope that question doesn't come across as disrespectful i really don't
0: no i don't think so I don't it's a legitimate question, and yeah. you know that's what general managers are paid for to make those decisions. Uh-huh. Do we want to pay this person this amount of money? Okay. Do we want to pay Kevin Durant, you know, or Kyrie Irving and LeBron James, mm-hmm. right? Like you have to make those decisions as a GM, mm-hmm. and some GMs do a great job, some not so much.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> just I know I keep saying it, but. You know, like I said, all respect here. I know I may make some jokes here and there uh, about a player. You know, maybe not having like a jump shot or something <laughs> right. like that. But you know, it's all respect over here for any NBA player, Absolutely. anyone in the NBA, because it's just like that's where that's why I'm doing this right, right here. That's a so, good point. Yeah, good point. But that's anyway, the next
0: question.
1: Yeah, the next question is. Will we be able to actually have a comeback season, a full comeback season?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause I think we're we're locked in. And I have promised to take a step back in black Viking some. Um, mm-hmm. so we can do stuff like this. Okay. I've been working crazy hours and you know, this is very, very important to me, the hoop life. I enjoy doing this podcast with you, son, and you're very good at it. You've gotten progressively better. And I think you have a bright future in this. So, yes, absolutely.
1: Okay. I'm going to say yeah, too. Okay. You know, and and that's just how it's going to be. That's how it's going to be.
0: So, hold on. What's the other question? You skipped one.
1: Yeah, I skipped it on purpose. Should Anthony Edwards be an All-Star this year? Hold on.
0: Why did you skip it,
1: though? Because last night, Anthony Edwards (laughs) had 44 points and dunked on Alperin Sengun twice. And one of those dunks was just, ugh, nasty.
0: So I didn't see the game or know about the stats until you just told me right before we started this episode. Mm -hmm. Anthony Edwards should absolutely not be an all-star this year. Why? Because he just does not know how to play winning basketball yet. Not off the bench. Minnesota is not off the bench. What do you mean?
1: Not like a reserve, all-star reserve, because there's like I, the starters. And- okay,
0: got you. No, I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. I think a lot of these young guys who have talent need to learn how to play winning basketball. And I think Anthony Edwards, like I've been on record saying before, I like Anthony Edwards a lot. His skill level and talent level is undeniable. He does not know how to play basketball yet. He plays off of pure talent and athleticism. And I am worried... That Minnesota is not the gr- not a great place to fully nurture and and uh bring out and flourish that talent.
1: I've been trying to say that, and yeah, you have
0: said that, right? So I don't think he's there yet. I think he's a a, a dynamic highlight reel. I think he's very talented. I don't I don't see all star, not yet. And okay. I think he can get there though.
1: Okay, real quick, because my you already know I'm saying yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. That's your man. Yeah,
0: right.
1: How many? Other shooting guards slash small forwards in the Western Conference are there that are better and are available than Anthony Edwards right now? How
0: many are there? Okay, so there's Klay Thompson. It's Klay Thompson. There's Devin Booker Devin. when he comes back from injury.
1: When he comes back, though. There
0: is... Now you got me stuck. Because Ingram's... Ingram, Ingram is w- out, right? Last time you seen him. Ingram is out, true. There's LeBron James. Okay.
1: But LeBron's going to be starting.
0: Right. There is. That's a good point. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, he's in and out of the
1: lineup. It's <laughs> a little in and out. Paul George. Paul George. I don't know when the last time I had <laughs> seen anything about him is. Right. So that's so
0: that's hey, I look. You, see. Okay, so you might raise a good point. And maybe this is something we need to put to the Hoop Life family. Should Should Anthony Edwards be an all-star this year? Yeah. We need okay. to put that on the IG page.
1: Hey, we need we need to upvote that or something like that. We need to say something about that because I want it in there. Okay. This year. But anyways.
0: Alright. So hey, that's a good year yeah or no, nah, man. Let's mm-hmm. uh we agreed on I think we agreed on the first one, like we were actually like kinda in the middle. Mm-hmm. The Anthony Edwards question we disagreed and then the uh last one, comeback season, yeah. That's pretty good. So, so why don't you go ahead and take us
1: home? Okay. All right, so thank you guys. Listen to another episode of the Hoop Life with Sean Sean podcast, episode five, season four, the comeback to the comeback season. <laughs> if you haven't already, make sure you go over to our podcast. Rate us five stars as always. We're on any podcast platforms, wherever you get your podcasts from. Be there, you hear us. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's all I got to say. So, all, as always, from our family to yours, peace. Peace.